I had a discussion a few weeks back with a fellow podcaster who talked about how people of questionable character appear to be winning when it comes to relationships. The most obnoxious, flamboyant, and materialistic women would get the good men, at least appears that way. And the, the rudest, most abusive, selfish men would get to get women. I don't quite think that's the case, but um, I want to see what all of you think about that today as we go ahead and kick off another episode of the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. Let's get it. My name is Quincy, and this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. Call it, go ahead. Hey Q, how are you? What up, what up? Let me thank you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners. Bad man posted some of the chat room that almost made me choke over here. My man Ray out there in New Jersey. Ray, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Now, I ain't telling you don't screw. Screwing's cool. Some women are down for it. Yeah. I said some, not all. This is a show that people are supposed to get their opinion and tell what they think. And I think it's expensive to say that a person who speaks well is trying to speak white. Well, I am pro-woman, but I'm not anti-man. I know the value of a good man. Is that it? Are thugs and thoughts winning in relationships? That's the question I pose to all of you today. And yes, I said all of you. If you wish to join tonight's discussion, then click the link posted in the chat. Okay? And um, you know what? How, how rude of me to, to not introduce myself. I want to welcome all of you to another edition of the Talk to Q Radio Show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And before we get started and I go to the virtual phone lines to see who I have here, I have a couple of ads. I want to play a couple of sponsors that I want to show some love to. So we'll be back in about 60 seconds. Okay, everybody wants good love. That's true. I know Derek Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo. Welcome to the podcast. Ain't no doubt we all need this. Hey, because better relationships need better ingredients hey so if you want better relations it's about communication finding love staying together we all want to make it better yeah Derek jones the host your relationship coach thank you all for tuning in relationship gumbo hey hey babes it's keisha ceo of beyond pretty collection where we provide simple, chic, trendy, and affordable accessories. All of our pieces will turn heads in any room you walk in. We offer a wide variety of jewelry and some apparel. Please be sure to subscribe to our site at www.beyondprettycollection.com and follow us on Instagram at beyond underscore pretty underscore collection and Facebook at beyond pretty collection. All right. So let me go to the T2Q virtual phone line to see who is joining me today. And from the Lone Star State of Texas, please welcome on Miss Queen Cole, host of the Like the Path podcast. Queen, what's going on? Hey, hey, good evening. How are you? I am outstanding. Wonderful, wonderful. I'm glad to be here. I can't wait to jump into this topic. Ooh. <laughs> well, actually, before we get started, let the people know about the Light the Path podcast and what you have going on over there. 
Absolutely. Well, thank you again for having me on the show. I'm almost a veteran now, so I might need to uh, get my shirt, get my apparel in on on the talk uh, to Q radio show. But my name is uh, Queen Cole. I'm the host of the Light the Path podcast. Um, I've been doing it for almost two years now. So I'm very excited about the direction it's going. Um, and all Light the Path is, is uh, me, um, guests, sharing experiences about the good, the bad, and the ugly. So it's really lighting the path for other people. So it's an inspirational podcast. And it's a good one, I may add. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. And like I said, so glad to have you on. So we'll go ahead and kick this off. And I'm sure that we'll have other people calling in as the show progresses. Now, are the thugs and the thoughts winning? <laughs> Let's start here, Queen Cole. Do you think that the bad girls are winning in the dating game? Why or why not? I think that the illusion of them winning is what is winning. I don't think per se that they're actually winning. And I think that each, uh, I guess we're, we're using the word thought here, that <laughs> thoughts, they have a season. You know, they're not always in style. You know, summertime comes, then, you know, people want to be in Miami and jet setting and going around and have somebody to take pictures with. So I take it as more as an illusion. I don't think that these people are actually happy because it, it goes back to when I was married, I would see single people like just living their lives and just having a great time, right? And then you're sitting in your marriage and you're like, oh, I'm enjoying it, but they having really a good time. So I think it's just an illusion. It's our perception. But then on the flip side, now that I'm single, I'm like, I want to have matching pajamas on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> right? But we don't know that, you know, maybe before they got the matching pajamas that maybe there was an argument or maybe there was some kind of, you know, other things going on. So I think for me, I think it's just an illusion. I think it's just a season where we see stuff and it's like, okay, well, you're having a good time and all that. And then for the thugs, I think that every woman a lot of women, some women, <laughs> we have that little phase where we want to thug. And then we realize, like, I can't do jail time. So <laughs> this is not what I want. When somebody say, hide this, where? <laughs> no. no, no. But you know, I think, at, I think it's just a season. <laughs> at one time, though, that used to happen to the younger people. The the 20-something the guys wanted the high girl and the 20-something women wanted the high guys, but now we're seeing people older who are falling into this. So why do you think that is? I think uh, because we're like in our uh, our next phase of life. For me, uh, you know, I'm, I'm 40s, in the 40s. And so maybe, you know, I've talked to guys that are 50 and then they're like, oh yeah, all my 50, 55, 60 year old friends are getting 40 year old women. And so it's like a, you know, reach back and try to keep... <laughs> To keep that thing going. So, I, again, it's perception. It's just what do people want to have on their arm? They want to, you know, take these trips and go places and just have, have a little Instagram fun. <laughs> they do uh, it for the gram. <laughs> uh, uh, don't get me started on that. And so, well, when it comes to to dating the, the bad guy, you know, to speak, to speak it from a, from your perspective as a woman, when it comes to dating the bad guy, of course, there is always going to be collateral damage. And that's usually going to be, uh, well, you hope it's not jail time, but um, it's usually going to be someone's feelings. Okay. A lot of people are left dejected and, or they get used or something of that nature. And so do you think that dating the bad guy will ultimately ruin you for good people in the future? Ooh, you know, and see, this goes back to having that baggage whenever you're going to another relationship. So if you have not <laughs> healed from that particular relationship, then absolutely you're going to be scarred and then you're going to go into your thought season and then you're going to be mm. <laughs> dissing people and not, you know, doing all that. But we have to do the hard work of healing first before we move on 
into another serious committed relationship. Now, if everybody's straight up saying, hey, this is what it is. I'm not yours. You're not mine. Nobody can claim me. Then by all means, have fun. But don't, women, be hopeful like, oh, if I continue to be with him and continue to do all the things that he's going to change his mind. When people show you who they are and when they tell you who they are, believe them. Don't don't be like, well, I'm just going to go along with this and you start catching feelings. And he's like, I already told you this is not what it is. So got to be careful with that. Most definitely. And, you know, it's like. As a guy, if I know that a woman has recently dated a bad, bad boy. Now I'm talking about as a grown 40 something, right? <laughs> if if. if I'm interested in a woman and she is, you know, a mature age. I, I would say over 35, let's say over 35. Okay. And I know that her last boyfriend was a thug. That's going to make me look at her a little differently. All right. Not to say that she's a bad person or anything like that, but it's going to make me wonder more about that situation. I mean, would you ever avoid dating someone because their last significant other was a thug? You know what? No, because maybe that was their season. Maybe they were going through something at that time. You know what I mean? If I feel like if it's like, okay, two weeks ago, I just broke up with somebody like, nah, y'all ain't over with, over with y'all on pause. I don't want to be a part of it. Um, But I try not to compare myself to whoever the other person was because different people bring out different things in other people. So just like, you know, they say you can't make a whole housewife. But some people have made a whole a housewife, and then some women have turned uh, felons and uh, thugs into husbands. So it's it's just I take every relationship for face value, what it is. I try not to compare myself because then you'll be driving yourself crazy trying to figure out like why did they like this person? I mean, I don't do that. I I ain't trying to have that added stress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, I know you mentioned that it has happened before, but people have also won the Powerball. I mean, <laughs> so you may have better odds winning the Powerball than turning a, a you know, thug or um, a thought into a, a, a spouse, but I mean, a so happy what, what spouse. Is cute? So what is it? What would stop you from talking to somebody who says, you know what? I was this way. They're open, honest with you saying, hey, I was this way, chasing the Birkin bags and the clout and all that but now i'm ready to settle down i want to be a one woman you know i mean and, and it's not to say that it would stop me but i'm going to have questions that's all i'm saying like I, what, what I, would be your first question i need to know like how how serious was this um did you see it going somewhere and because i got to figure out how mature you are because you tell me that, you know, I love me some Ray Ray and all this stuff. And Ray Ray was was slapping, going upside your head every Friday night or something like that. Then I'm not saying you're a bad person. You're just not for me, okay. you know, because you're you're I'm completely different than that. So I don't know if you know what you want in life, if that's the case. And so I just have to ask some questions to figure out where a person's head is if um they're making questionable decisions over the age of 35. That's just me personally. Yeah. And I agree with you. I'm the drama. I'm not about that. I don't want to be out with nobody running up saying this, my man. And I'm like, girl, go ahead. Then if that's, <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to have to deal with none of that stuff. So yeah, you won't be seeing me on love and uh, housewives of Dallas and nothing like that. acting <laughs> up. No. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about what makes the, bad guy or girl, I guess, attractive. Let's talk about the science behind that. And is one of the reason, one of the reasons why women like the bad boys is because maybe subconsciously uh, the bad boy makes you feel more feminine. You know, all of that masculinity, does it just do something for you? Um, I don't think it's the masculinity. I think it's the energy sometimes that they bring, you know, that whole, uh, you know, Cause that's one thing we want. We want to be protected. We want to be protected. And I want to know that, you know, 
you're not going to be taking off running and thinking like, oh, it's queen behind me. Either we're both, we're both going to pull our guns and we're going to blast or you're going to pull your gun and be like, you know, step off or something like that. Like, I don't want to be with somebody uh, that is going to just leave me in alert. So I think it's that whole protection piece that sometimes we're looking for. Um, that's what I would look for. Uh, you know, when I had, I had a little phase where I liked a guy that was per se, not necessarily a Queen Cole S. It was more, <laughs> he was more of a uh, thug, but it was more just that, that protection. I, you know, walking in with him, like I could be like, what? Ain't nobody go, you know, step on his shoes or anything like that. So mm -hmm. that, uh, that was definitely part of it, the protection piece. I mean, and this is a whole nother podcast, but if we talk about, you know, the whole protecting black women, that's a thing. Like we want to feel protected, even though we're independent and strong and we're moving mountains and breaking, you know, the glass ceiling, but we want to be protected. We want to feel safe when we're with our person. So, uh, that was that was my experience. <laughs> I mean, and I get that. And, and I'm of the mindset that you never make the mistake of assuming that a person of peace is unskilled at war. And I think a lot of people fall into that. And for example, let's take Russell Wilson. People hate on Russell Wilson all the time. They call him lame because he shows his love publicly for Sierra. People feel like that he's weak. But Russell Wilson is an NFL quarterback. If you run up on him or Sierra or one of those kids, he's going to take your head off. Okay. Okay. Yes. And I got to agree with you because I don't know if you've seen the meme also saying that women want future, but in a Russell Wilson. And, and that's exactly the point that you're making. Like he would, he would act a fool and everybody would be so shocked, you know, just because future has his, his ways yeah i don't know who's yeah. making him into a husband but uh whoever she is she got she gonna have magic hands or some magic that's gonna help him transfer his energy all right so let me ask you in what ways is the bad guy fun and what what, what makes him exciting i mean all of that i mean you mentioned protection but what makes him exciting uh, I, I think the adventure part, you know, sometimes uh, the way that I was raised, I was not necessarily sheltered, but raised in the church going, you know, eight o'clock service, uh, Sunday school, 11 o'clock service. If there's a three o'clock service, you know, just that whole straight line kind of thing. But then when you get out there and you're in the dating world and the guy's like, you know, let's do this or let's do that. You're like, oh, OK. You know, it's just that slight little sense of adventure with a little danger. It's like. You know, when you sneak and do something, it's like, ooh, let me let me sneak and do this. Just that satisfaction, like, ooh, I'm I'm bad, <laughs> but in a very good way. <laughs> All right. So you mentioned that you mentioned you said that you're bad. Do you think that dating a bad person allows you to, I guess, not try as hard yourself? I mean, does it? Does someone who constantly dates those type maybe they think that they don't have um the ability to live up to a good person's standard so they go for you know an aim low uh, i think it is part of your insecurities too that you tap into is because uh and but when people try to separate the two you can't it's just like you know you have a garbage bag it's full of trash it's dirty but the can can also get dirty and all that too so you're not exempt from that and people try to separate that like oh i was trying to help him and get him on his way no you wasn't you were right there down and doing it yourself so i think it's part of our sometimes our insecurities where we're like you know what let me go low instead of trying to reach high or you know lately people been saying how i mean this whole what's his name kevin samuels he been yeah cutting women up, dissecting them, saying you ain't a seven on a good day, this, 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 and that. So I think those kind of things, even though, you know, maybe they not have had him rate them, but hearing those things, you're like, hmm, let me not try to go for somebody who has their doctoral degree because I just graduated with a GED. You know what I mean? So it is, I'm not being serious. Like, so people look at that. I mean, women 
we look at that, we like, oh, I, you know, you're not going to be in the mix of people like that. So hearing those things, uh, you know, obviously with all the social media, all the intake that we have, uh, it can mess with your insecurities. It can amplify them and then it'll have you going astray. So it's definitely important before you get in any relationship, you got to know who you are. You got to, because if you don't, then these circumstances are going to have you doing, saying things that are below you and not necessarily your authentic self. Okay. All right. I have a couple of more people <laughs> joining the virtual T2Q phone line. So yay, yay. let me go here first. From the 601 area code, my hometown of Jackson, Mississippi, let me welcome on the man, the myth, the original show legend, the Minister of Sexual Affairs, Eminem was shaking. Eminem, what's happening, man? Eminem, can you hear me? All right, I'll come back to Eminem. We'll see what's going on with him. And let me go to this young lady. She's not a show legend, so she doesn't have any music, unfortunately, but she's still equally important to me. Let me welcome on Miss Kaya Mims. Hello, out hello. there in Cali from the Golden State of California. What's going on, Kaya? Not too much. Just getting off of work, hopping on. How are you guys doing, T2Q fam? <laughs> <laughs> doing well. Doing well. Glad to have you here. And we're talking about, you know, our thoughts and thugs, you know, are, are they winning? And we were, Queen Cole and I were talking about some of the, I guess, excitement that people feel like they get when they date someone of questionable character. And so she talked about some of the upside, but let's talk about the downside to dating a bad boy in, in your case. What are some of the downsides? Ooh, you guys talking about something it's real, real. Um, downside to dating the bad boys. Honestly, I would say the downside is that, um, a lot of times bad boys have been through a lot. Um, they're not always like vulnerable or um, emotionally healed or emotionally available like you would like or in the way that you may like. Um, and sometimes that's because they haven't had the right examples in front of them. Um, and that plays out in other parts of their life. So I feel like sometimes when you get with a bad boy, you just got to I understand that we're all, a lot of us, I don't want to say all, but a lot of us are just a pure product of like what, what we're exposed to. So you got to understand that like those, those men that you may be dealing with, like from a female's perspective, if I'm dealing with a man who is going through that one, I mean, like you, you have to know that that person may not be emotionally available for you or, or available to give you all the things that you need to satisfy the sensitiveness, uh, you know, of us, like maybe they can give you the thrill and that's great. But then, you know, when grandma dies, are they going to be able to hold you and console you and talk you through that? Um, and not to say that they can't, but I just understand, you know, when we talk about bad boys, sometimes it's people who may not be in touch with their feelings or emotions to understand that, to offer grace. And sometimes they make crappy decisions um, with regards to other people because of that. Okay. All right. And so, Queen Cole, it sounds to me that if you're dating a bad person, you're going to get a little drama in your life, whether you want it or not. Uh and I, I mean, do do women like drama? Be honest. I don't. I don't like drama at all. I really don't even like conflict. I mean, I will say, hey, can we press pause? Because my mouth is very dangerous. My mind goes so fast and I'll automatically say something and I really should not say it. So um, I'm a person that say, hey, can I put a pause in this? Let me think about this thoroughly before I react. So yeah, drama would not would not fit me because I would I would be tearing it up and uh, <laughs> the thug would be in the fetal position because mm. <laughs> I I would yeah no <laughs> I'm not with the drama. 
I, I would, that wouldn't excite me. Like going on adventures, doing stuff like that together, yes. But, uh, you know, somebody running up on me is is not the is not the case. <laughs> I got you. And Eminem, are you there, man? Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? Y'all got me? Yeah, what's happening, bro? Oh, man, slow for the foe, blowing with the wind, man. I hear you. All right, so Eminem, we're talking about thugs and thighs. I think you know what's going on, the gist of it. But is <laughs> oh, yeah. one of the reasons men like the bad girls is because we view them as a status symbol that kind of boosts our ego? Well, yeah, I mean, the thing about it is, uh, you know, and now, 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 when you say status, first of all, I have to clarify something. You know what I'm saying? You got a male status and then you got a heterosexual male status and then you got a heterosexual uh, modern day black status. You know, uh, historically, you know, the thing was, you know, uh, just like in the military, you know, you get strikes for different stuff where you get, you know, strikes for, uh, you know, pulling holes, you know what I'm saying? So that's where all that originated from. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. And uh, let me get a second opinion on this. And I'm a, from another guy, I'm going to go out to the, go back out to the Golden State of California and welcome on my man lamp lamp what's happening bro what's going on? man what's going on my and my yahoo mail all messed up couldn't click in so i gotta use my phone oh man do what you gotta do to be on the talk to q radio show bro what's going on how y'all doing all right and so lamp we're talking about uh the ego boost that guys can get from dating a bad girl do you believe that to be true, that dating a bad girl can be like a status symbol? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, what, what's this, what would be the status symbol about dating a bad girl? And from, you know, your boys giving you props and being jealous of what you got and all that good stuff. You know, the, the boys club, so to speak. Mm, nah. Not in my opinion, no, but nah, nah. <laughs> and I guess because I'm I'm only looking at it from my point of view, but uh-huh. nah, it, it just don't make sense. I don't really, like, what is a bad girl? Like, and then that doesn't really seem like something somebody will really want to be associated with, but I don't know. Okay. All right. Who who would you say is a bad girl? Give me an example. I uh, I guess most people would probably use examples like the the Cardi B's and the Nicki Minaj's and 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 people of the, of that nature as far as celebrities go. I mean, but maybe the the type of of woman that a lot of people probably wouldn't take home to mama. You might take her home, but not to mama. I mean, the, so the two you name look at look at their relationship history. So. I mean, if you would call that winning, I got, I don't know, but <laughs> it don't, that don't look like a win to me, but. I could All right. Wrong. So, so let's discuss that, that Queen Cole. When you look at Cardi B, I mean, she's married, but uh, I mean, is she really winning just because she has a ring? Uh, you know, I, and I don't keep up with celebrity who they're what's going on with their love life so i'm not up to up to speed with that but cardi as a businesswoman is a boss she out there doing it making moves and even you know we think about her unconventional way of doing things she doesn't have that quote-unquote professional esteem that we're all looking for um or she's not code switching but is she though like she's a boss in the business world and she's really had her career take off being her authentic self from from what the stuff that i know but her relationship stuff like i don't even keep up with celebrity stuff because like i hate even seeing that hashtag like relationship goals on people that we don't even really know we thought will and jada were relationship goals until we found out something else so <laughs> i i just it's hard for me to relate to 
the celebrities because you you never know. It's to me, it's all a facade. You know, whatever we see on our uh, people's social media handles and things like that, like this is part of marketing. They may have people, you know, they got professional pictures. Like, how I know this backdrop? This is not a backdrop. I, I just. I don't know. So I don't I don't gauge relationships from celebrities like mm -mm. and Kaya, is that the problem that people do look at celebrities and try to base their reality on, you know, rich people's lives? That's always going to be a problem, I think, because um, at the end of the day, I don't think people humanize others. Um, and even with the money, you know, we look at a person like Cardi and she didn't always have money. She used to be, as you guys know, a stripper. She came from a tough time. And um, I, I think that when people start to put that tag of like, I want to be just like them, we don't even know what these celebrities are like in relationships or who they are. All we know is what people say. So, you know, we know as much as what the paparazzi or the media is going to put out there, which is a lot of times speculation, unless it comes directly from the source. But um, I think regarding Cardi, she had to grow into being a woman. She's I'm 31 and she's younger than me, I'm pretty sure. But she and she stripped and had a kid like she's done stuff I've never even thought about doing. But that's just because of where she came from. I was in an environment that I ever even considered doing that. But that's a lot of times like clearly she's making what she's making because she had you know what I'm saying? She took a chance on herself and she didn't allow that bad girl image to stop her. You know what I mean? She she recognized I could be a bad girl and grow into a, a, a bad woman too. You know what I mean? But in a positive way. Um, I, I think a lot of time we got to give celebrities room to grow. People tend to put them on a pedestal and that's not natural. You got to let people grow because Cardi, she was married and I think her and uh, Offset are not no longer together. But I mean, you can look at the slew of celebrities in Hollywood that have been married several times and divorced several times. And Cardi looks like she's on a pretty good track record at this point, if you compare her to perceived good women. So then it's like, maybe she is winning because she seems like she had a lot of fun. She had a lot of experiences. She grew a lot and she's not judging anybody from where she's standing. All right, make some good points there. Yeah, and, I like what you said, um, Kaya. Like, what about J Lo? People think that yes. she's a good woman, yes. but y'all seen mean, that meme where uh, J Lo got the Thanos rings? Oh, poor J Lo. <laughs> she a beast. I mean, and she's not considered necessarily a bad girl compared to if you said Cardi or J Lo, who's bad? People would go with Cardi, yes. but J Lo has had as many. Or maybe more, because we don't know. <laughs> like five, I think, maybe six. So, and we don't know about the the rest that fell off. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. who's to say? I, I'm sick of society. <laughs> I got you, but 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 isn't that really comparing a perceived bad girl to someone who may be bad in marriage? Or yes, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't be afraid. You that, I wouldn't too. be afraid to be, you know out partying with J-Lo, but maybe if, if if Cardi were the type of person to go to certain places that, you know, her and her husband like to go to the Migos or whatever, mm -hmm. I may not feel comfortable there. I may not fit in. So, I mean, isn't there a difference there? I think that's more of a difference in social age, too, and status, because Cardi, again, she's in her 20s. J-Lo is 50. And so it's like, I feel like in 20 more years or 25 more years, where do we think Cardi will be partying? Probably not the same place that culture and her daughter is partying. <laughs> she may be doing different things. I hope she's still growing, I guess, as a person. But I did qu question though, when you said bad girl and Lamp kicked in and it was almost like, well, what is like bad girl? Cause I don't necessarily, I mean, like, I think Cardi had experiences, uh, but in terms of like bad girl, I mean, I think about bad, like you in and out of trouble with the law regularly, you always got some stuff going on, you, you stealing, you committing all kinds of fraud. I mean, like, 
who was it? I'm not even trying to dog these girls out. I love the city girls, but you had JC that was literally like in jail. I'm pretty sure one of the city girls was in jail because she used to scam people. And that's what I mean. Like, you know, yeah. there's a difference. There's a, I, I a think difference. there's definitely the criminal aspect of it. Yeah. And then there's also the, 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 the aspect of it. If I'm walking down the street and some guy walks up on me talking about his woman because she's, you know, doing who knows what with whoever and so anything that's put me in that's harm's you. way that's I, I think is a problem and like from a man from a woman's perspective a guy could be not necessarily a thief but he could be abusive or mm -hmm. maybe he got some woman calling your phone mm -hmm. at 2 a.m or something like that yeah <laughs> but eminem let me ask you this man from a guy's perspective uh, guys look at celebrity men and we may use what they do to try to get women. But I mean, how do we flip the switch when we're looking for learning how to keep a woman? Uh, the switch is when you ain't got it no more. As long as you got it, the switch is staying <laughs> on. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's just like, uh, I will, you know, we, me and Q, on, you know, we boxing fans and stuff. So look, when a nigga can't, you know, hold up no more you know that's when all that you know bill cosby stuff start but if a, if a motherfucker rolling they rolling you know what i'm saying but uh yeah that, i mean that's that's really the honest answer unless it's one unless it's one of them situations where you know it's something maybe from um way back in the dude past like you know like he really 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 had a crush on somebody in you know high school or something like that and his status came up and you know the music started playing like in the movies and he see her and she he and see him but uh, outside of that shit uh-uh now as long as he as long as he good he good you know but uh I, I wanted to also comment on that uh the previous question man with the is about the bad girl winning or whatever you know uh -huh. what i'm saying like with, with with cardi b yeah of course they winning because now anybody who's in generation x and up pretty much was from the mindset, whether we believe it or not, that all men, if you know, if a, if, a, if a girl or woman had this kind of reputation, that reputation, it was cool, but you pretty much wearing the scarlet leather and you ostracized and all that. So now, shit, Kim K had a sex tape, Paris Hilton had a sex tape, nobody don't talk about no more. You know, Cardi did her thing and, you know, she did the strip thing. She, you know, she tampered with gangs a little bit, all that shit that, that that will make you say, you know, 30, 40 years ago, hell nah, grandma can't see you. Shit, these mother now, nah, man, they 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 legitimately making it now. So what these little girls seeing? So now it's like, well, shit, you don't have to be Claire Huxley. You know, you can you can you can you can drop that wallet. You know what I'm saying? You know. So uh, <laughs> so I think they winning. They winning like crazy, man. Shit, you know. Um, now. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's great for business in a previous life, but shit, I mean, it's, they really winning, you know? I mean, you don't have to have no no virtues and shit no more. I'm saying, like, you don't have to, it's not a life death sentence no more. You know, like, oh, I'm saving this, I'm saving that, and all this stuff. I'm like, nah, man, you can, you know, you can get it in now, you know, but you got to have the right nigga. But what, 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 what black people mess up, you know, they doing it with Pookie and Ray Ray, but these dudes ain't ain't lasting so that's what's messing it up you know what i'm saying <laughs> uh, it appears that kaya disagrees <laughs> no no so she agrees she just don't know how to say it halfway agree and, i halfway agree and disagree with some of the stuff he was saying but i do think that like he was saying like 30 40 years ago you would say like heck no that's because 30 40 years ago like stuff I was born 30, 31 years ago. So just that was 1990. You know what I'm saying? Just when I was actually born and things are a lot more progressive at that point in time than they were even, you know, my dad's in his 50s well, in his 60s. And so even in his time, in his generation, things were much different, more selective. And you didn't have the same access to things. Now you have interviews of people. You have, like, you you get to understand people on a much deeper level now than you ever have been able to. So that's why people like Cardi can rise above her past. 
Cardi B is not a person still saying she wants to keep stripping. She's been a person who's like, get oh, this together. I wanted to teach my <laughs> own daughter that you can overcome any barriers that you're in. That to me doesn't speak to a person being bad natured as much as I think about like the black kids who grow up in the hood and they sell weed to take care of this, that, and the third, and they don't be bad kids, but they be in unfortunate situations. And I think that a lot of those kids look at Master P. They grow up to be, what do they call him? Like, sell, sold weed, played in the NBA and rap. Like, what black kids, that's like black kids' dreams to, to be able to even do all that and come out on the other side without a bullet in your back, you know what I'm saying, through a cop or through somebody in your own clique. And so it's like when you see now we have the exposure to see people overcoming it, I think that you just give multiple people a voice and you give them a path to grow beyond. I like how we talk about thoughts and thugs right now. It's like people are realizing that they can be more because they're seeing people who were doing that stuff be more and they're not silent about it. They're not embarrassed about it. Like Cardi is transparent because it's important to be transparent. It's important that we understand that struggle because I didn't have to go through that. But again, I'm not making millions. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. Her struggle was for a reason. That struggle pushed her to the point where she's at. I've never had to go through that struggle. There's plenty of people who like we look down on them or call them bad, but that's a struggle. A lot of the, like I said, the, like how people are is a lot of time their influence, their environment. We don't give way to that. Like we should be grateful, a lot of us, that we didn't have to grow up in that environment. Because if we all had the same, you know what I'm saying, path that Cardi had, would I have been able to strip my way to the top like what she did and rap? Because I can't rap. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. like we can't, I don't think it should be looked at so harshly. Like I, I, not at least for Cardi. I don't think that's the best example of a bad girl. I think she, you might have perceived her as problematic. She's younger in that way. But I feel like someone saw potential in her and said, you're more than a stripper. You're a performer. It took someone to see that in her, help her with that. Right. People have to grow. You, I don't know. I don't, I mean, now it's, like I said, when you got people doing illegal things, <laughs> you just running around scamming people and you know it actively versus you're in a tight spot, it's just slightly different to me. Okay. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, stripping may not be your thing, but I can definitely see you as a Laker girl as much as you dance in your YouTube videos. <laughs> and so... Lamp, let me go back to you really quick. And because we kind of talked about this at the beginning of the show, as far as the women were concerned, we want, I want to get a guy's opinion. And in your mind, I guess back in the day before, prior to you getting married, did you feel like it was, do you feel like that the bad boys had the attention of the women you may have been interested in or the attention of the good women? Me personally, no. Like, <laughs> Oh, maybe, maybe I was naive. I don't know, but I always felt like, you know, the woman I wanted, I would get. I, I mean, to me, I, I feel like men who use that women like bad boys and all that stuff. I think that's just an excuse for them not getting the woman they want. I mean, I don't think like every woman does not want a bad boy. You got to find a, you got to find a woman that wants you. Like, that's that's all it boils down to. Like, I think women want women. It's not that they want a bad boy per se. They just want to feel protected, and usually that comes with uh, the so-called bad boy. But if you, you know, you mild man it, but you, but the woman feels safe and she feels protected, then she's fine. That's all it boils down to. It's not about. I mean, like, what woman really wants a? Oh, he's a bad boy. Like, what? I mean, that's that. How is that productive? I think she just wants a man who 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 can take charge, you know, who can show leadership and who like, you know, he walk in the room, she feels safe. Like he not gonna let nothing happen to her. She's protected. I think that's what it really is. I don't think it's the bad boy. Okay. All right. All right. And Queen Cole, you co-sign with that, don't you? Yes, I do. Um, and we talked about that a little bit earlier. And I think, too, when we think about guy thugs, we think about, you know, 
violence, stepping up. And then with girls, we say thought, we're thinking more sexuality when nowadays, because people are being more open with their sexuality, uh, our grandmas were, our great grandmas were, they had 10 and 12 kids. So just because they're not out there saying, you know, I got that WAP, that didn't mean that grandma out that robe, she, at some point it happened and we have to be okay with women being open about their sexuality, being say, be saying that, you know, I want to have sex. I, I like to have sex, but we make it so we got to be Claire Huxtable. Claire had the kids. Hmm. A few they went upstairs when they closed the door. It, it happened. But when we say it, and, and that's what makes me crazy. It's like, okay, guys can have conquests, get in their notches on their beds. They could be soaking their royal oath, and it's all approved. Yay, go do it, live your life. But then when women, you got to have a whole phase or it's a hot girl summer. Like, no, we just want to have the same fun and adventures that y'all have. But then y'all want us to be, you know, uh, the corporate executive wife, professional. But then y'all want us to come home and do the things that the strippers do. But you don't want us listening to Cardi in the car. Like, y'all can't have it both ways. Like, Give us some grace to be able to let us be free to explore, you know, being sexually active and happy. Like, it's a thing, like, guys and girls, like, that whole double standard is still there, and that makes me crazy. That makes me mm. crazy. I know that. Uh, but, but here's the thing about double standards. Like, they benefit both. See, there's double standards for each each uh, gender that has benefits. I mean, just like just that's just like okay, you the men have sex, but just like men also have to be providers. That's like if you if a, if you're in a house, you're in a family, you have a family. Somehow you lose your house. We don't. They don't look at the woman. They look at the man because the man's supposed to keep the house together. He's supposed to be the leader. I mean, is that, is that fair? We go to the club at 11 o'clock, we got to pay $30. Is that fair? <laughs> I mean, there's double standards both ways. No, the club thing is not fair. The club thing is not fair. That's not fair. But it is unfair that if we're both in a household and something goes astray, that I blame one person. Yes. I'm not but with that. It's our home. This is but, our space. But, but yeah. okay, let me break it down like this. You, you were the man, right? Something happens, you, you and that man together, you two have a home, and whatever happened, you lose it. Nobody says what happened, well, how did that happen? They go, hey, where, where's your man? You, you go borrow money. Where's your husband? He can't help you. They're not going to ask that. That's just how it goes. It's, it's those double standards work both ways. It's like you have to accept that. I'm not saying they're right or wrong, it's just a part they, they've been going on for the beginning of time, and the reality is. You're not going to be able to have sex as much as you want to without people side on you. And I can't go to the club and not pay the 30 to $45. It's just the reality. Disagree. I think what you disagree with? All of these points. I, I'll say this. I think that the double standard from society is true. I think that that's always been a problem. But I feel as though if it really depends on what your situation in your home is because it's like if that's between the two of us and i gotta ask the bank or whomever to like borrow money because i lost my home i mean like that should be mutually understood between me and my partner we know that something happened we know something didn't go the way it needed to go like i don't think that a man should ever feel like any less of a man because that happens like bad stuff happens to a lot of people like that shouldn't define your manhood or your provider you know what I mean like I always been an advocate that that's an unfair stance to take because you know as a, a woman I grew up learning that I to let me learn how to take care of these things in case I never had a man to help me take care of those things you know what I'm saying so going into partnerships, I do tend to look at things as more equal. And even if I had a man who did say, well, I'm going to take care of the bills, that's great. But I was just always taught you prepare yourself to have to handle it on your own if you have to. That's, I mean, it's just 
part of it, I think. And my mom was a stay-at-home mom who never worked uh, other than being our mother. You know what I'm saying? And that's a job. But my dad paid all the bills. So the example I had in front of me was exactly what you're speaking on. It's not... It's not something though that I think men should be adopting the same way women speak out about the double standard about sex. It should be the same that men speak out on it too. That's why I don't get mad about men who, who speak on women coming with their finances. Cause it's true. You shouldn't just be riding somebody's coattails with all the advancements that we as women have made for ourselves and all the intelligence that we have been able to have that at one point we couldn't have, you know what I mean? People have to learn how to step up in that room. I mean, I, I get what you're saying, and I, and I don't disagree, but we're talking about the perception, because the first thing the first thing she said was about sex, and that's a perception. That's not everybody's mm -hmm. reality. Mm -hmm. So that's why I said perception is not reality, because again, it, it depends women are on who's more. perceiving it. Though it's it's it, it depends on who's perceiving. Like if you just mean like the masses' perception, I, I understand sure. that, but. I understand that, but, the, but I'm just saying the reality is. Oh, go ahead. Would you speak? I'm sorry, because I got a bad no, connection. Good. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying, good. I get what you're saying. It's just that's that's how society goes. You know, that's how it is. It's like, is it right or wrong? I don't know. I mean, wrong. a woman not allowed to have a woman is not allowed to talk about her whole face. That's that's frowned upon. I mean. It is what until it is. Until you normalize it more. It's only, things are only frowned upon until you normalize it more. If more men, so I think, you, you think that should be you think that should women, be normalized? I think people should be should normalize being able to talk about sex if they feel like they want to. Like I feel like I have healthy conversations with people because I feel like I can, not because let me keep it to myself because I'm scared to talk about it. I think that's what I mean. People look at women like oh, you're a hoe because you talk about it. Why am I not just allowed to have a healthy conversation? Kids need people to have healthy conversations with male and female children, men, women, all that. They need healthy places to talk about sex without being judged or called a hoe or being judged and called some negative name because then it creates this problem in their own mind that their own personal desires or less are wrong and that's not true i don't think it's wrong that a man wants to to explore himself sexually i don't think it's wrong that a woman does either but i think having a space for a healthy conversation is key because that's why people run around not knowing about stds protection birth control because people are too afraid to talk about it in general they're like i'm gonna be a hoe if i talk about it now you don't know nothing because we too scared. It's too much of a stigma. Uh, you're a hoe or you're like, we, like them words need to come down anyway, because you don't know what somebody's been exposed to. You don't know what they've been taught, what they have been shown, not shown. People need to have more grace in that way. Both sides in both sides, males and females. Yeah, and if we want to switch it up instead of the word sex, because sex is a powerful word, it's very strong. So let's just insert therapy into our conversation. And it's like, oh my God, you know, in the black yes. community, you don't you don't say nothing, you don't tell nothing about your household. You you crazy. Those are standards, double standards that we put on ourselves that we need to change the narrative. So if you insert sex, race religion there are a lot of double standards that we just really need to stop and that's not just accepting and say you know what that's how it's been just because it's been that way with these things that's why we have more information and that um if you're trying to live in a progressive way then you're going to at least explore and listen to these other options so I know I said sex, but if you insert any other word that may be softer, we can still have those double standards, but we're still like, that's how it's been, you know? And I'm talking about the black and brown community because that's where I'm at. So uh, the stigmas attached to therapy, sex, um, all those things, religion, like we got to change the narrative with it. Um, but that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> it's a very interesting discussion to say the least though. I think you all have, have um, all made some very good points. All right, let's go ahead and get ready to wrap things up and we'll have our final thoughts and get everyone's perspective on what we've discussed this evening. That's been a very um, enjoyable show and I appreciate the banter. It's been really good. 
So, all right, final thoughts. And Kaya, I'll start with you. All righty. Um, I just want to say always thank you so much for having me on the show, Q. Uh, you always have amazing topics that, you know, people need to hear about and that are controversial and fun. But my final thoughts are just um, when it comes to thugs and thoughts, like my initial comment when I started the show, be mindful about where people are coming from, about the lives that they have lived that that bring them to the point that they are. And you have to have a little bit of grace and understanding that when you do meet people who are, I, I get, I'm just going to say thugs and thoughts for the sake of the show. <laughs> but when they are thugs and thoughts and they do uh -huh. have trouble connecting with you in ways um, like emotionally, or, or on a more, more deeper, vulnerable level, um, understand that they may not, they may be coming from a place that they're not, you know, comfortable or safe in talking about that kind of stuff. So if you are planning to be with somebody um, and you perceive yourself as stereotypically good and the person you're dealing with as stereotypically opposite of you, then make sure that you have a little bit of grace when you're dealing with them because you may need to be the person that helps them. You may need to give them some light. You know, I, I think people need to have a little bit of grace with everybody. And as far as if they're winning or not, personally, I feel like if they're happy, they're winning because at the end of the day, maybe they want to be a thug. Maybe they want to be a thought. Maybe that's the life that they enjoy with themselves. So if you happy, I'm happy. You like it. I love it. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Love the hair, by the way. Thanks, Q. And oh, really quick, plug your podcast. I forgot to look. Oh, yeah. It. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, I do have a podcast. It is called the Eyes Wide Open Podcast. I'm available on YouTube, Apple's, Anchor, Spotify, just so many different places, um, as well as I am a tarot card reader. So please reach out to me if you would like to have uh, some clarity or confirmation readings. Um, everything can be found on my Instagram page, which is at Bonkaya, or you can go to my website, which is BonkayaIntuitiveBrand.com, and I'll be there. All right. Thank you very much. And Lamp, I'll get your final thoughts on the, the evening, man. I know you got in a, um, a little on the back end, but uh, just as far as what you heard this evening, you want to go ahead and give a final summation? Yeah. First of all, I appreciate the invite. It's, all, it's always a pleasure being on the show. Um, it, uh, it, it, I, like she said, I, I, we never really, I never, I, I think the definition of winning is, is the biggest point. Like, whatever your definition of winning is, like, that's how you determine if Doug starts whoever, um, if they're winning. But, you know, great question, great topic. And again, I appreciate you inviting um my podcast i'll plug my podcast my podcast is conversations with lamp it is on soundcloud and apple podcast and you can follow me on instagram at conversations underscore with underscore lamp all right and it's a very good podcast too man you had a conversation with a comedian the other day i'm trying to remember her name um what was her name? It was a comedian um, you interviewed just recently, but I really enjoyed it. Oh, thank you. He'll come to me later. So, all right. Appreciate you ha having you on. <laughs> <laughs> and Eminem, what you got, man? Oh, man. Fantastic show, bro. Uh, man, you know, great, great having the guest on and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Damn, damn, twice. Uh, but, uh, Man, shit, the word for the day, boys and girls, is connotation. The hate you feel versus that hole over there. Total different connotation. Let me tell you something. Been doing this shit a long time, man. And as far as the, you know, the double standards, we born into this. You know, we didn't ask for it. You know, the points are great. But uh, I don't know how involved you guys might be, direct or indirect with youth. But if you are, you will see the the influence. Uh, I I gave a, a a little young brother some some uh, advice today uh, to make sure he don't get pulled into some shit. There's a lot of shit going on down here. 
well, all over Black America. But here it's just, I don't know, all of a sudden just crazy. But anyway, it was uh, little girls, you know, uh, kind of basically throwing themselves at some, you know, little wannabes, you know, at another table. And I was just saying, uh, hey, man, uh, you know, don't let nobody pull you into nothing. Because if a girl really likes you, you ain't got to do all that. And basically what I was telling him was that uh, even cats my age, a lot of dudes end up taking a, another path trying to impress girls because what the trend is, you, you know, it might be because of music or whatever. The trend is that the girl you like most of the time is going to be really feeling <laughs> the dudes that get in most trouble. And they was talking about, yeah, because, you know, this boy didn't start getting off. Kids, they don't even get numbers no more. That's, I guess that's old folks shit. They get IGs and your Snapchat and all that shit. So they were saying, you know, that's when the girls start doing it, when you start getting into the fights. And, man, don't fuck around and catch a charge. You, man, you finna have more hoes than a than a, 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 a ADALL show. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of what's happening. And then, as far as the, and, 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 you know, to kind of clarify what I'm saying on the connotation of it, like, if you a thug, you got some status, you know, it's, it's almost like a rite of passage now, not, not for my generation so much, but now. So it's just like, that's, that's old school version of, you know, you know, a man basically achieving his nuts, you know, you, people know you ain't no punk and, all this stuff, what, what we used to play sports for or, or slap box or wrestle for, now, you know, you know, these kids getting pulled this direction. So, you know, I'm saying most of it is the women's fault because if the girls stay true to themselves, and that's, I mean, you know, they need to hear more positive. Everything y'all saying right, but it's just so far from the day-to-day people people used to. They used to, you know. Y'all remember Doughboy Mama with the cigarette in the mouth? That's the shit you used to seeing all the time. So ain't nobody breaking it down to you. So, uh, you know, and it's really pushing the whole community in the wrong direction. So, you know, uh, but as far as the winning, oh, man, clearly the, you know, clearly the thugs and thoughts are winning. You know, it's more people winning. You know, you got, anytime you got lawyers, you know, marrying motherfuckers in jail that's doing 25 to life, you know something wrong. So, I mean, clearly you went in when doing this like that. It's like, damn, man, I, I done been fucked up since I was nine years old. And shit, man, I got me a real life. Claire Huxable without being Heathcliff. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, so that's, so kids, they see all this stuff. And it's hard to tell everybody, hey, man, you know, what's that shit Hulk Hogan used to say? You know, say your prayers, eat your vegetables, eat your vitamins and all that stuff. Man, that's, that's so far removed now. You know, that's your day. But uh like I say, great show. Uh, it is really no double standard. It's it's the it's the world we live in, you know what I'm saying? Uh uh, but to give a historical preface on that. Now, back before we had shows like Maury and one of my favorite, uh, Paternity Court, you know, the whole thing with the with the double standard came from if a dude saying, Oh man, I had this one, this one, this one. It's just like, well, yeah, it's perceived as bragging rights. But if a woman said that, well, Lord knows if that nine-month hump getting in your ass, you know, then the dude like, ah, oh, shit, man, I don't know who baby that is. So that's that's kind of what the origins of that was. Now now with technology, we're not so dependent on that. but So it's not so much a death sentence like it used to be, but that's the origin of that because there's nothing more embarrassing. I don't have no sisters or nothing, but if I did, there's nothing more embarrassing then you going through the hood and, you know, niggas sitting up just trying to figure out, you know, you know, if your nephew for him, his partner, or his partner, I mean, so, I mean, the, the connotation is real. I mean, and, and and you really have to move to another city or state to get rid of that. So now with the internet and, and uh, social media, man, that shit going to follow your ass the rest of your life. But a uh, great show, but I never end the show without giving a solution. One thing you can do. Yeah, I can say we done had some major events happen, you know, in the last five years that I never thought I'd see. And a damn sure never thought I'd see a, a black president and, and, and the fucking flag in my state change, you know, as well as a uh, motherfucker being charged three different guilty. I never thought I'd see that. But if we want to uh, make sure 
their relationships get on point. I'm talking about they just go magnificent. And pass bill thirteen thirteen. Yes, yeah, on the avatar sweater created by myself. Thirteen thirteen. Everybody have a local councilman or alderman. You start there. You move this shit up to your mayor. From there, you go to your uh, your local senate, and from there, you take it to your federal senate. Pass thirteen thirteen. Totally. 100% legalized prostitution. It will strengthen families. It was it will provide structure in ways people never thought they would ever see before. And uh, and I think the world would be a better place. What do we get for ten dollars? All right. <laughs> All right. Oh, my music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, had, he had to get I that 1313 in. He can't close the show about that 1313. That, that man gonna no push. No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> All right, man. I appreciate you joining. Right, and bro. Queen Cole, shut it down for me, please. All right. Again, thank you, Q. Just like everyone said, this was you always have the best panels uh, on your show. And thanks, nice meeting everybody, and thank you for having me on. Uh, my final thought is just that when you want to be winning. Um, don't look outside, you know, to other people. Look inside to yourself because you can be winning all on your own. You don't have to look to other people uh, for that validation and all that. If you and your person are kicking it strong and y'all are just going on a picnic and y'all not in Miami or in Barbados or Costa Rica or nothing like that, like enjoy where you are with who you're with. So, uh, not necessarily, you know, applauding these celebrities and looking at them because it's it's all an illusion. Um, it's just for marketing. It's just to get you to buy something else, buy their CD or music or I don't know. Do they even have CDs now? But whatever. However, to buy into them. I mean, they're getting free stuff for us to have to pay for stuff. So just think about that. Um, so when you want to win, just look within um, look in your local community, people that are in your reach, that are in your circle, that are in your tribe, that have strong relationships, that are going to tell you the truth and be transparent about, you know, uh, being together for longevity. How, what does that look like? What does that work look like? Because all relationships, parentship, um, it changes from infancy to young adults. Your relationships are going to change your uh, relationship with your siblings, your parents. So not just the whole romantic relationships. If you want to win in any of your ships, look within you, figure out what do you need to do to make these things better? And uh, not necessarily to the celebrities and less, you know, let the thoughts and the thugs have their little season. Cause when winter time come, nobody don't want the thugs. They be trying to move in with you. They don't got a place to stay. Like you don't want all that. So <laughs> just uh, look within. That's my, that's my uh, final thought on the topic. And uh, if anyone wants to follow me at one queen Cole or all social media platforms, and then also follow my podcast, like the path podcast. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And I appreciate all of you. Um, it's been a great show, great discussion. I think that you all hit on a lot of important things, and I definitely appreciate it. And my thanks to all of you who watch the show on Facebook Live or YouTube, or if you're listening to the audio podcast, hey, I appreciate that too. Go to talktoq.com, check out my show calendar. You can see what's coming up in the future. I have some really good topics coming up over the next few weeks. So pay attention, all right? Some really good topics. And also subscribe to me on YouTube. Just uh, search for Talk to Q. Talk the number two Q, one word, and subscribe. You know, help a brother out as far as exposure is concerned. So I want everyone to have a great evening. You've been listening to the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. Mm-hmm.